Good morning, everyone. We're thinking of the Easter story. And this morning we're in Matthew chapter 27. And it says this, Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land, that is, over all the earth, until the ninth hour. That is, from 12 o'clock midday until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Or literally, it's in the past tense, Why, my God, my God, why didst thou forsake me? This is the darkest hour in human history. <clears throat> Prior to this, mankind had done its worst to God's beloved Son. Everyone. The nation Israel had rejected him. Judas betrayed him. The disciples forsook him. Peter denied him. The high priest had a mock trial and condemned him. Herod, the puppet king, mocked him. Pilate, the Roman governor and judge, even though finding no fault in him, scourged him. And that's the cruelest of instruments to lash a person's back, usually 39 times, with whips that have pieces of metal and bone in them tearing the flesh it doesn't even bear thinking about they inflicted the maximum pain upon this lovely man the greatest travesty of human justice ever committed the crowd incited by the jews shouted crucify him crucify him we'll not have this to reign over us the roman soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head and then beat it with rods. And he bearing his cross went forth to the place called Calvary. Golgotha, literally, the place of a skull. This was indeed the empty reasoning of humanity and the wickedness of the human heart. And then... There were the three hours of darkness that we are thinking about this morning. It's the central of the seven sayings from the cross. There was nothing said, of course, in the darkness. It was an impenetrable darkness. It was a darkness that God could not allow, and nature itself would not allow, any human eye to behold, because in those dark hours we do not know, we cannot tell what pains he had to bear, because it was not the wounds that men inflicted upon Christ, it was not the lashes or the pains that they brought upon him that wrought salvation for my soul and dealt with sin in God's universe. It was the wounds that his soul sustained. Isaiah chapter 53 says, He was wounded for our transgressions, 
bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. But those were the inward sufferings of Christ. And that's why he says, as that darkness is lifted and the light returns, he says, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, my God, my God, why didst thou forsake me? It's amazing, but there are a few instances in the Gospel records where the actual language of the Lord Jesus is uh, <clears throat> is recorded for us. We know what it means in English and it's translated for us. But it's as though God wants you and wants me to hear the pathos in his actual words, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani. The pain, the sorrow, the grief, the suffering that he endured. Why didst thou forsake me? Well, of course, this scripture comes written a thousand years prior to this in the book of the Psalms and number 22. It says this, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? I cry in the daytime and thou hearest not and in the night season and I am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. It was because of the holiness of God, because of the matter of sin in his universe and sin in my heart, the sins that I had done. Isaiah chapter 53 that we were referring to earlier, it says all we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Have you ever come into the good of that? It's a bit like the uh, the loaves that, and fishes that the Lord provided, you remember, for the 5,000. He provided it, but they didn't necessarily eat it. The Bible tells me this. It says that the grace of God is unto all and upon all those that believe. You see, what Christ did upon the cross in relation to sin and my sins was sufficient for everyone's sins. But it only becomes efficient in the lives of those that believe. So I want you to think about this word, this verse this morning. The cry of the Lord Jesus, My God, my God, why didst thou forsake me? It was because of the the sin that he was bearing in the dark hours of Calvary. And the Bible tells me this, that he has, in his grace, removed our sins, our transgressions, as far as the east is from the west. Another chapter tells us that he's cast them into the depths of the sea. 
How was that? Do you remember the story of Jonah? Jonah says in chapter 2 of his prophecy, he says when he was cast out of the ship, if you remember the story, it says, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Such was the experience of the Lord Jesus. Or like the scapegoat in the Old Testament was the sins of God's people were confessed upon it. And it was led out by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. And there it was let go and it was left on its own, far, far away. A land of separation, the word is. The, sound, the, the, the place of forgetfulness. So that God is able to say, your sins and your iniquities I will remember no more. Have you come into the good of that? Just remember again those words. Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, my God, my God, why didst thou forsake me? The answer is, he died that I might be forgiven. He died to do me good that I might go at last to heaven saved by his precious blood. God bless you.